¡Órale! Bienvenidos and welcome to the Familia FFB Podcast. I'm Jorge Georgie Martín, flying solo on this uh, mini edition of the podcast. Gracias, everybody, for joining us. Como siempre, es un placer. Uh, make sure you're checking out our original content at FamiliaFFB.com, which will have Los Waivers column on there, as well as our social media channels at FamiliaFFB on Twitter and Instagram, as well as our FamiliaFFB Facebook page. You can find me at Jorge Martin 17 Well, uh, Familia, it is playoff time. Los playoffs. Time to get ready for the big dance. El baile grande. Uh, time to look at schedules for upcoming appointments. Pick pick up handcuffs maybe even pick up a second defense or kicker i know that sounds crazy but uh you know so everybody could be a little local when it comes time to winning in the playoffs so i just want to know are you ready after this episode you will be but first let's get into some cheese uh well uh the ravens are flying to pittsburgh by the time you hear this, they will have landed and be ready for the Wednesday afternoon game, afternoon lunchtime being for those of us on the West Coast, those on the East Coast time zone. It is going to be like an early afternoon, late afternoon, maybe uh, early evening, happy hour kind of game. So, uh, you know, after all those postponements, it looks like the game is happening. So be ready uh, if you've got some players going uh hopefully good luck uh if you need them to pull out a victory a wednesday afternoon football victory uh over in houston some bad news will fuller test positives for ped and is out for the rest of the season and been suspended for an additional game next year so uh a tough one because will fuller was wide receiver seven up to this point so and had been healthy just was uh, and came off just a wonderful game on thanksgiving so uh lo sentimos mucho for everybody who owns him uh Brandon Cooks and David Johnson should see an increase in targets. Uh, there are a couple other possibilities that we're going to be talking about in Los Waivers section, so stay tuned. Uh, over in Minnesota, Vikings offensive coordinator Gary Kubiak has called Dalvin Cook just a little bit beat up right now. Uh, so he does he is battling an ankle injury that he suffered in the last game. So, uh, you know, something to keep an eye on because the fact that he did miss a couple games at the end of last season, kind of like maintenance type of days, and he did already miss a game earlier this year. So uh, you never know if that's going to uh, crop up here and there. So we'll be talking about some contingency plans there. Uh, David Johnson's looking like he's going to be coming off an injured reserve. Uh, he was on with a concussion, so he is potentially eligible to come back in week 13. So, uh, buena suerte. You know, Duke Johnson, it's been kind of a mixed bag with him being with uh, David Johnson out. So, uh, you know, he could be a little bit of a, uh, you know, someone someone we look forward to. And again, we, uh, we talked about him potentially getting an increase in targets with Will Fuller being gone. Uh, over in San Francisco, uh, the team that's uh, temporarily relocating to Arizona, George Kittle, who's been out with a broken foot, uh, he's pretty optimistic that he's going to be returning this season. He mentioned that he was going to be out uh, anywhere from six to eight weeks. Uh, it's been about four weeks now, and he said he was going to be out six weeks. So he's shooting for a week 15 return. It's possible that uh, his, co well, his coach, Kyle Shanahan, said it's possible that it could be until week 16 that he returns but honestly i think this is only if the 49ers are in the playoff hunt 
they're currently five and six. I think they've got to be at least nine and seven to be to have a shot at the playoffs. Uh, you know, going four and one in this division uh, the rest of the season not going to be the easiest thing, but. You know, if they play the way they did against the Rams uh, over the weekend, uh, there is a possibility. So, vamos a ver. Keep an eye on this one. Uh, over in Carolina, Panthers coach uh, Matt Rule said that uh, the the x-rays on DJ Moore's ankle came up negative. There, As you all remember, it was a non-contact uh, injury that, not, that took him out for the rest of the game. And that usually, you know, kind of worries people uh, about uh, an Achilles injury. So not the case here. So the thing to keep an eye on is the fact that he's got a weak, 13 by so he's going to be out this week so we're probably not going to hear anything about it so uh you know if you're going to be sitting him out this week uh keep keep an eye on things to see if maybe uh, uh that's going to continue so we'll keep you posted on this uh, podcast and via twitter uh, over in Las Vegas, I'm still getting used to saying Las Vegas, not Oakland. Uh, Josh Jacobs battling an ankle injury. There's a chance he's going to play this week. Uh, it's it's 50-50, so uh, you know, luckily it's not uh, it, it's not anything more serious than an ankle sprain. But uh, as we know, you know, depending on the severity of it, it could be it, it, he could play or he could be out a week or two. Uh, he's the running back six in uh, PPR scoring so he's definitely been having a good season this year and you know it's it, hopefully he doesn't miss any time because uh, I will say from a selfish standpoint when I come when I called that he was going to be a top five running back uh, I'd like to have that happen without him missing any time so fingers crossed so get ready get get healthy Mr. Jacobs oh, por favor uh, over in uh, Giants country, New York Giants quarterback Daniel Jones, he got a hamstring injury, and it's looking like he's going to miss some time. So, uh, you know, these these kind of things could take two to three weeks. It's definitely going to hamper his running when he comes back. So, uh, you know, make some contingency plans. They did have kind of a uh, tough finishing schedule, so uh, you never know if that's going to if you would have been starting him anyway. Definitely in uh, two QB teams, but uh, we'll see. All right, let's get into Los Waivers. Vamonos! So, uh, QBs, uh, let's start with the streamer of the week. And it feels like we've been saying this almost like on a weekly basis, but you know what? He's been paying off. So, Kirk Cousins, he's playing Jacksonville this week. And uh, like I said, you know, in the past six games, he's thrown for three touchdowns in four of those games. And another game, he had two of them. So, uh, he's, you know, he's coming off a couple games where he's thrown over 300 yards. He's been He's been playing well. Jacksonville this week they're one of the they're number 31 against the pass according to football outsiders and uh you just look at uh Cousins receivers Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen have both been balling out for him so uh that you know Jacksonville you, you just target them he they're just one of the defenses that you just look at them grab Kirk Cousins that's all I'm going to tell you there uh, over in Miami, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, he's going to be there. The Dolphins are going to be hosting the Cincinnati Bengals, who their defense has just been trending downward. They do have, uh, you know, one of their one of their DBs is uh, very, very good, but uh, the rest of them have just been giving up points and yardage and, and everything. 
uh, got to keep an eye on this because there is still a possibility that Tua Tagovailoa is going to be uh, played through a thumb injury. But uh, again, you know, last week Fitzmagic threw for 257 yards and two TDs. So, and he was, you know, consistently throwing after at Devontae Parker. So, you know, again, one last thing the, the Bengals are number 26 against the pass. So, uh, they're, you know, like I said, target them. Uh, Philip Rivers is another player to keep an eye on. He's owning 33% of Yahoo leagues. He is at Houston this week, so no worry about the weather. It's going to be a dome game. Uh, you know, this is the first uh, of two times that he's going to be playing uh, against Houston in the next three weeks. So, uh, and they're number 22 against fantasy QBs uh, and fantasy points per game. So, uh, you know, you look at Rivers, he's thrown for at least 288 yards in four of the past six games and thrown for at least three TDs three times. So uh, he's being efficient. Uh, just keep an eye on the fact that Jacoby Brissett is vulturing some, some uh, carries at the goal line. So, uh, you know, maybe, you know, temper your expectations a little bit. All right, let's get into the running backs. Uh, Devontae Booker is one of the top picks, pickups there this week. Uh, the, the Raiders are playing the Jets th this week. So that's one thing. We just talked about the Josh Jacobs ankle injury. There's still not 100% uh, clarity on whether he's going to play. So uh, by the time there is clarity, you want to have Booker on your bench at the very least uh, because this is going to be a game where the Jets are going to be uh, just allowing the allowing the Raiders to, to uh, salt away the game at the end. Uh, they're they're fairly decent. They're kind of middle of the road, number sixteen against fantasy QB, fantasy running backs in fantasy points per game. And this game is in the Meadowlands. So, uh, but you know, keep an eye on the fact that uh, that Booker is a player that uh, had a game two games ago where he threw where he ran for eighty one yards. So uh, this guy is not just a flash in the pan type of player. That's uh, just going to be a sub for one week. Uh, and another player who could be taking over the lead Caballo role is Cam Akers for the Rams. He's owned in 30% of leagues. The Rams are playing at Arizona this week. I think if you saw that 61-yard run that he had against the 49ers this past Sunday, I mean, it just looked great. He was powerful. He, you know, he showed, uh, he showed great, great precision and great cutback ability. Just, uh, just a great ball player and someone that he, and he was actually rewarded with finishing off with a one yard plunge uh to close out that drive he did finish with 85 yards on only nine carries so um you know it just really looks like he's getting more and more important carries uh not a lot of involvement in the passing game still looks like malcolm brown is in there for passing duty for pass protection duties but uh keep an eye on this daryl henderson he's only averaging a little bit more than two yards per carry uh, since in the last three games since he came back from injuries. So Cam Akers could be somebody that, that's taking over the, the league Caballo role. So keep an eye on this one. Uh, over in Minnesota, Alexander Madison. Uh, he's owned in 32% of leagues. If, you, if he is available in your league, grab him. You know, we just talked about him. Dalvin Cook, he's banged up. He gets banged up. He missed a couple of games at the end of last season. So, uh, un unfortunately, Madison wasn't able to take advantage of that because he was also injured himself. But, uh, you know, you don't 
often get a lead running back at this point. Uh, the one thing to caution on this one, they do have uh, some tough defenses coming up. In weeks 14 to 16, they're facing the Buccaneers, the Bears, and Saints. All are solid against the run. But, uh, you know, if you need a running back, and at this point, you know, even going into the playoffs, teams are going to need running backs. So uh, pick up Alexander Madison. Frank Gore. Uh, don't laugh. Don't laugh. Father time is undefeated, but, uh, Frank Gore's given father time a hell of a, hell of a fight. So, uh, you know, last week I said, don't laugh, but, uh, he keeps on doing it. The, the touches just continue to come. He's got 33 carries in the last two games. He even caught three passes last week. The Raiders are number 30 against the run. Frank Gore, there are other things that are more local than than to pick him up and possibly even start him this week in your flex. So uh, especially in standard scoring, he could be a lot a lot more valuable that way. All right, let's go get a, get into the pass catchers, the wide receivers, and the tight ends. Alan Lazard, uh, we saw that touchdown that he caught last week again in the red zone. He is going to be a threat there. Uh, he's owned in 39% of leagues. Hey, we know we know the fact that uh, Devonte Adams. Alan Lazard is not going to hit is is not going to cut into uh, Devonte Adams' uh, production, but there is room for this. Aaron Rodgers is using all of his receivers. Robert Tunyon got a lot of play last week, but uh, Lazard has ten targets in the past two weeks, and he caught a touchdown in you know in the red zone. So he's the tall, lanky you know target, similar to DK Metcalf. And who are they playing this week? Philadelphia. DK Metcalf had himself a, a career game. So uh, you know maybe Lazard is the is that tall wide receiver who who could be a problem for those. Uh, Philadelphia defenders. We talked about Will Fuller just now. Who's who could be a beneficiary? We, you know, Brandon Cooks definitely, but Kiki Cutie is another one. Uh, they are playing Indianapolis, which is one of the top defenses against the pass. Number, uh, they're number three. So, uh, you know, and when I say against the pass, against uh, running backs. So, uh, they do play the Colts twice this week. The Texans being uh, playing the Colts twice in the next couple weeks, and then you got the Bears also. So those are tough matchups, but again, uh, there's going to be opportunities for QT. So uh, he's owned in only 2% of leagues. Uh, go grab him. Nelson Aguilar. Okay, familia. Yes, we got burned last week. We all got burned. I started Derek Carr and Aguilar in DFS, uh, and it just it, it wasn't pretty. No está bonito, but let's keep one thing in mind that I harp on everybody. We plan for the week ahead. We don't grind on the week behind. So just uh, it's it was a bad week against the Falcons. We flush it like a relief pitcher who just blew, gave up a, a game-winning home run. Keep in mind of this. In that bad game, Aguilar still had six targets. And keep in mind also the Jets are number 30 against wide receivers and fantasy points per game. Uh, this is a prime get-right opportunity for the Raiders and especially for Aguilar to, to, to get better. And uh, I will say I just saw on Twitter that Derek Carr's wife had a, had a baby girl, so he's a hashtag girl dad. Uh, congratulations from a girl dad times three, uh, Derek Carr. So hopefully he celebrates with uh, a big game this week and maybe a touchdown or two to Aguilar. 
On the other sideline in that game, uh, Denzel Mims owned in 7% of Yahoo leagues. Uh, you know, the, I saw this, I started to see this kind of uh, blossoming a little bit when the Jets played the car, the Chargers a couple weeks ago. Uh, he Mims just kept making some plays, and he's that, you know, that tall, rangy, speedy receiver who uh, could really turn into something. I mean, I, I'm not going to say he's going to be a TK Metcalf or, uh, you know, a Megatron or something like that, but no, but he could be someone who is, you know, who is, is going to be a good player down the road. And even right now he's getting play. He's got 23 targets in the last three games. So between now and week 16, the fantasy championship week, the Jets play the Raiders, the Seahawks, Rams, and Browns. That's three out of four good matchups. Uh, the Raiders being number 20 against wide receivers and fantasy points per game. So, uh, you know, crazier things than picking up Mims and starting him this week. Jordan Akins is the last pass catcher that we're going to talk about today. He, uh, the only tight end, because right now, really, tight ends are, are, are just a dart throw if you don't have Travis Kelsey. Uh, maybe a couple others. Uh, Rob Gronkowski is definitely playing well. But uh, Akins is kind of similar to QT. You know, this is uh, Will Fuller left behind almost seven targets a game. They got to be divvied up somehow. The Colts uh, are a tough matchup against tight ends they're number three in fantasy points per game to the position so uh you know and again like qt the schedule is kind of difficult but again you know this is a dart throw this is somebody that maybe you're looking at uh to catch a pass here and there catch a touchdown pass and uh help your team uh and, and you know <laughs> hey in a dart throw you could do worse than Jordan Akins. He's getting passes from a great quarterback uh, again this game's going to be there it's a great quarterback in a dome, so there are definitely possibilities for him to catch a touchdown and uh, uh, maybe w help you win a week. So, bueno, it's todo for our mini show. Uh, thanks again to Anchor for being our hosting network and making sure our independent podcast gets out into the Familia community. Uh, please make sure to subscribe. Uh, you can find us at Spotify, Apple, Google. Please leave us a review at, Google, at uh, Apple. That'd be fantastico. Um, but again, you can find us on any of the podcast platforms. Uh, remember, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Familia FFB. You can find me at Jorge Martin 17, as well as our Familia FFB Facebook page and our Familia FFB.com website, webpage. Uh, gracias otra vez, everybody. Remember, todos somos familia.